So we have a special episode with our moms. So they are here. So my mom Keisha is here. And my mom Roxanne is here. Roxy Hello. Foxy. Hello. Oh my God. It's just a super excited to have our moms here. Oh my God. I'm just too too happy about this. I feel like overjoyed and happy about this. Yes, absolute same. It's been a crazy day because my mom's flight was late and I was just over the whole thing. But we made it and here we are. It's a beautiful moment. So how was your flight? Like, what what happened? Um, there was some mechanical issues. There was some mechanical issues, and um, so my flight was two hours um late. Oh and wow! I, yeah, and so um couldn't get out of Tampa because of the mechanical issues. And at that time, I thought that Delta should have been called me, let me know, don't get me to the airport at five o'clock in the morning, and then tell me that my flight that's supposed to leave at seven thirty is not coming until nine thirty. Mm. So if you knew that. And I got there at 5 o'clock. You should have called me. Shame on you, Delta. I usually fly Delta. So I'm a little disappointed by hearing that. So I yeah. told Delta, I said, I got people to meet and, and things to do. See, so they said, we apologize. So they gave me $100 credit, and they gave me $5 sky miles. Oh, okay. period. Okay. So I did okay. handle that. I did handle that. Yeah, yes, you did. As you should. Yes, you did, Roxy Foxy. <laughs> yeah. Roxy Foxy handled that. <laughs> <laughs> So here I am here. Yeah. Right, I love that. Okay, so you want to talk about today's topic though? You want into Yeah, so the topic today is parenting. Um we couldn't find a current event exactly that everyone knows at the table, but parenting is something that I think we all know a little something about. Either we are a parent or we have parents. So we we know how parenting feels or what it looks like. So what what did you guys want to talk about with today's parents and how it differs from your day of parenting? What do you guys think is different that you see when you go outside? Well, one of the things that I see is that it doesn't seem like there is parenting going on. Oh. Mm. That's Ooh. deep. That's, a- That's deep. Get, get that. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait a Parenting is like it's children raising children. And, and, right, and I am one to, right, to understand it because I was a teen mom myself. But I had the help and support of my mom and my aunt and the parenting came in. Mm. To me, it seems like the parenting part of these children is not there. They're wow. disrespectful. Say that again. They don't have manners. They don't have empathy. They knock you over. They curse you out. Mm. It's like, what is happening with the adults that are training these children? Wow. I agree with that. Like, I, I remember in school just even arguing with a teacher. I used to be scared that I'm going to ask them when I get home. <laughs> yeah. Even if I was right or wrong, like, I would just, like, forget everything else. I'm, I'm scared what my mother going to do to me. Okay? Yeah. No, I feel that. And I get to see it firsthand. I am a New York City bus driver. Wow. So I get to see these children on an everyday basis. And what I see is disgusting. Wow. It's almost like that video that's been circulating on, uh, on social media. The girl in high school asking for her phone back from the substitute teacher. Oh, oh my yes. God. That was absolutely that. crazy. Exactly. What did you guys think when you seen her have to like fight for her life from this woman that, not even woman, from this little girl who is trying to grab her phone. This woman's probably thinking about her job and everything. And she's like, don't touch me. But this girl is really like reaching around her, I grabbing guess. her. Totally disrespectful. And I, I seen I seen that and I just thought it was really disrespectful. It was a, a bridge of privacy too mm-hmm. to wanna, you know, take a phone and stuff like that. Um, I just felt that they should have handled that a little different. You yeah. Know? I wanted to ask us at, at, at the table, because we were uh kids in in school when they had cell phones. Mm-hmm. I got my cell phone taken when I was in like eighth grade and I never reacted like that. Have any of you ever got your cell phone taken or anything and you were like let me fight you over my phone like 
again, I was afraid I was going to get an ass whooping. Right. <laughs> so, no. Right. No, I've never had my phone taken. Oh, really? No, my phone's been taken away, but I never got aggressive where... Yeah. No, I was too scared. Yeah, I remember, like, one time there was this one girl who got really mouthy with the teacher, and she was like, that's my phone! And it was like, girl, you lost it. You were cutting up during the, you know, presentation. It's gone. That's it. Um, but... It, it never got to that point where they were actually putting their hands on the teacher, you know? And that substitute yeah. teacher, I will say, handled her ground. How do you guys think she handled the situation with physically handling it? I, I'm I mean, a, go ahead. You could go. I'll go after you. I don't know. Because it's like, it's one of those things where technically, you know, as a teacher, you're not really supposed to put your hands on the student. You're supposed to call security or right. something like that. Um so, I don't know. I mean, I work in a school now, too. So, it's Ooh. like... Well, I then, I mean, what it's would a, you do? It's a catch-22. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I, I, mean, feel, yeah. I, I feel like it has to do with respect at the end of the day. Yes, she has to respect her title. And, yes, she shouldn't do this or whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, that is an adult you're dealing with. And you're a fucking child. Yeah. Stay in a child's place. I'm sorry. My, like, stay in a child's place, period. At yeah. the end of the day. Because I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like my mother said well, about... Like, my mother said... If one of those kids put their hand on my mother and she's a bus driver, all hell gonna break loose. I'm gonna forget I'm 30. Yeah, no, I'm gonna beat that ass. Literally. Yeah, no, that's, literally. Yeah, like my mom is in her 60s and she does a lot of work, I would say, like um, outside or, well, not anymore. I feel like now she's like at like, at like a desk doing her things because she's, you know, retired, always trying to find something to keep her busy. So if I had ever heard of somebody harassing her when she was out doing her like um surveys when she was like out on buses and stuff i would have been i would have been ready to come fight too like Hello? are you kidding and so i think people forget these are people's mothers and aunts and, and grandmothers and, and they got people behind them that's not playing about them so <laughs> you want to play <laughs> don't play with, don't play with it right the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. only other thing i'll say about the situation honestly look it up it's called nomophobia Ooh. A lot of these kids have it. No mobile phone is literally what it's called. Oh, wow. Um, they told me about it at the school. Wait, you wait. Know, repeat that again. It's called what? Nomophobia. No mobile phone. No mobile phone. No mobile No mobile Okay. No mobile phone is kind of how I No mobile So the reason why they told me about it is because I was, you know, I was trying to figure out. I was um, teaching a class uh, last week, and um, I was like, you know, I want to get the kids... Because they're looking down the whole time. You're right. talking to them. They're glued. Phone mm-hmm. literally right there. It's yes. like, can I have your phone? And the administration is like, well, you can take it if you want to. What? But these kids will have a tantrum. And you will see a full meltdown right in front of you because they're glued to their phones. Like, they will follow you. <laughs> but that but the question is, hold on real quick. Why are we allowing teenagers to have tantrums? I feel like back in my day, if mommy, mommy, hold on real quick. She's here at the table. If I had a tantrum, what was going down? Oh, you just getting the ass whooping. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And she knows. (laughs) But times have changed. You know, administration can't do that. You be on the news. Lost your job. You just saw the bus driver Mm -hmm. with the kids trying to get them to wear the seatbelt. But she's happily. on the brakes. Which is not funny, but it was like, now they're trying to pre- charge with ch- uh, child abuse charges. What? Yeah. But here's, a, here's the thing. Really? I, I know this is a little bit off I topic. but I, I Just to pick up what we say, it's a little bit different. Nowadays, it's that these kids have too much freedom and too much choices. Like, they make it a new law where, I forgot what say it is, if a kid is like 16 years old and they say, Mom, I'm trans, and a parent decide to say, well, you're not trans, they could take custody, the government could take custody of the kid, and the parent's going to go to jail. This that is a new thing they're trying to do in a new crazy. state. It's like, what happened to laws and different things like that? It's just like, too much freedom. You know, I think you're right. It's way too much freedom. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, honestly, in Utah, um, there was this uh, law for a long time where it was like, you can't hit your kids, you can't That's do anything. Right. And people that I knew from church was going to jail, child, because oh, yeah, they, they were beating they, the Honey, them, right. them, them right. kids was bad, and they That's was getting right. whipped. I don't That's care right. what the law say. Okay? No, 
but I'm was no, it no, just but I'm talking. It, it was just it was just whippings. It wasn't like actual neglect, child abuse. Wonderful parents. I'm telling you, grade yeah. A, wonderful yeah. parents. Okay, you know, like, but yes. they just believe in you know uh, what is it? What is the uh, scripture, mom? Oh. Uh, spare the child, the rod. Spare the rod, spoil the child. So they really believed that full heartedly. And they wasn't spoiling them children. And when I talked to the kids that had, because I, I talked to the kids yes. after the fact. Yes. And they said, yeah, they was just being bad. I remember one time he called a cop because my dad said that he couldn't do something like type shit. And they would call him on their parents because they wanted to do what they wanted to do. Not realizing the actual re- repercussions that uh, the parents had to deal with, which was going to jail, paying fines, who's in custody of their kids, all kind of shit. So, years later, Utah made another bill where uh-huh. it was like, you can whip your child. Come on now. Okay. Period. You can whip your child as long as it's not... You don't hurt them. You don't like abuse like, them. Abuse them. Of course right. not. Of course not. But that's not what discipline is. See, everybody mm. got the the. Everybody has the idea that discipline is going to be where you're going to really abuse your child or you're going to make them feel some kind of way. Usually, discipline is about somebody did something wrong and you're teaching them a lesson to be better. Right. Yes. To not do the same thing. And sometimes that happens when you. You you spank them, and I'm not saying you got to use a broomstick or yeah. these crazy things that these parents have done. Usually, what happens is either it's your hand or some type of small belt or something, switch. and a switch. Well, I grew up on a switch. My right, grandmother right. would make us go right. get the switch. So it depends on your discipline. I feel like these people don't have discipline at all. Yes, that's the thing. There is no discipline. And I'm not saying go out there and give them 20 lashes like they do in other countries. Mm -hmm. But discipline is necessary. Because if you don't discipline them, the government sure will. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to just say one thing. I'm I'm just so happy that, you know, we was never really like bad kids. We didn't get a lot of ass whooping. We was good kids. I got ass whooping. I was bad. I had I was having tantrums, and my mother was not having it, okay? I would try and fall out all the time, and she'd be like, okay, fall out right here if you want to. Leave me right there. And then she would tell me, somebody is going to come kidnap you. I'd be like, mom! She'd be like, well, you want to stay there all day? Go ahead, see what happens. Because I would drive off, see, I was When I say left, I mean, I was left there, 765. Not, not, not. I did not have time for it. Didn't have time to tolerate mm-hmm. that. And so she was and, playing with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick out the I was car. Bad. Pick out the car. Leave her wherever and you find your way home. So yeah. My favorite there. was like talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Mm-hmm. My sister had to walk home many times because sure she'll tell you right now, she was bad as hell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, most definitely. But I just wanted to go back to it. And that's where um to the subject where you mentioned that, and I praise the courts and everything in Utah because the children was doing that so much to the parents, you know, and taking them, and the, the judge finally said, you know what, we got too many cases in here about you being, you know, spoiled or hit or you not getting your way, and took it and gave it back and put it back in the home where the parents could discipline their kids, you know. Yeah, that's because needed. you got good parents yes. that's out there trying yes. to raise good children and the children are abusing yes. them. Exactly. Yes. And yes. I feel like that's exactly what's happening now. I yeah. feel like people are so afraid, to, like they have been for years, mm-hmm. to discipline their kids. And now there is none. And when they get mad at their kids, they're like, go watch YouTube or go and do something that's out of my face. Like, I don't want you in my face. And so they just send them off to YouTube or TikTok land, you know. And um, I feel like they, the, the, the kids today feel like there's no consequences for their actions because of that. Yes, I agree. I, I, I agree. highly agree. Yeah. I do believe that. Wow, hopefully we do better. That's a lot. I know. And honestly, I guess if y'all ever want to come back for a lesson on whipping children, we have it here on this podcast. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> we will give you 101, 102, 103. Okay. And we will show you the kids, and they're all doing very well, and they're not hurt, and they are thankful, because I have had several of my kids come back and say, Mom, thank you. Yeah. All the yes. time. Yes. Yeah. 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 I thank my mom all the time for let it for not allowing me to be bad. I remember there were multiple times where I just, um, you know, I wanted to, um, <laughs> I just wanted to do things that weren't the best for me, mm-hmm. and she wasn't having it, you know. And that's kind of the reason why I 
I asked Daquan if we could do a Mother's Day podcast because I wanted to honor my mother in all of her strength. And I'm not an easy person to deal with. No, you're not. When it comes to like, (laughs) when it comes to like raising me and like, you know, telling me you're going to be this way, you're going to be that way, you're not going to do this. Like, I'm like, who are you? And she's like, I'm the one who gave you birth. So good luck. You know, Um, and she just always was always there to correct me. And um, she she, um, taught me that it's important to follow the rules. The rules are there for a reason. She's the only reason why I can take direction the way I do because there was no messing up, you know? <laughs> but even with that, she just, she always taught me that there is, that we have to hold ourselves in a different way because people are, are already yes. expecting us to be less than yes. because we're yes. black, yes. you know? Come and on, I was raised on. in a white place. And she yes. said, every time you show up, you're going to have to work 30 times harder than them yes. to get what they have, even half of what they have. So you need to start now, period. And I was like, what, 10, 12, go yes. to school? Yes. And she was like, you don't have time to mess around. You don't have time to not listen because the moment you get older and you don't listen, your whole life is gone. They put you in jail to take everything from you. Yes. And she was not lying. No, it's As a fun. black person, they yes. will take your life. And you, mom, and you do have to work 30 times harder for everything you have. And listen, my mother said the same exact thing, so right on spot. And I think that gets us to our questions for you guys today. Yes. So uh, I guess I have a question for both of you guys. Um, I know that my mom went through a lot with raising me just because I was plus size in a white place and I was being bullied a lot. Um, so, Mom... How did you feel when you would see me come home and I would be depressed and I would just sleep all the time and you seen that I just didn't want to do anything and I wasn't engaged in anything? And how did you feel when you seen your kids going through things? Like, how did you um, make changes in, in their lives to make sure that they had a happy experience? Well, first thing, you know, I was very upset about how you was feeling and depressed, you know, and um, I had to find that avenue and that platform, you know, well, Maybe I got to get us some more hippie clothes. I got to come to the city, you know. Um, I got to find maybe another school for her to go to. And so, you know, at the time I was going through a divorce, you know, too. It was a lot going on at that mm-hmm. time when she was very young. And so she had a body image going on and that. And I would come in and buy her clothes and um, from Ashley Stewart, you know. So oh, she... well, now you're the face of Ashley Stewart, period. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm out of so cool. I would come and I would go on 25th Street and, and, and bring her back clothes and stuff and everything. And I would um, buy her, bo- my, her, her brother's clothes too, as well from the men's store across the street because mm-hmm. her brothers are also plus size, you know, just to keep them you know, cool with that. But also I went to the schools, you know, and I noticed that, you know, she, Darlene was different, you know, and she couldn't be around it. She couldn't be herself. And I know she had a lot of different things inside her art inside of her, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just had to search and look. And I found a charter school. It was a small little school. And I took it out. Now, we live in a wonderful neighborhood. You know, it's it's, um, 90% white, you know, um, there. And these children was just out of control. And I went to school and I saw in the classroom, the teachers could not control these children. And Mm -hmm. so I immediately found a charter school and I asked people at work and the girl told me, well, my son son goes to the school here. And I put Darlene in DaVinci School of Arts. Period. Period. You know, and she graduated a class with only 36 kids. I mean, it was a real little tiny school. Mm -hmm. And Darlene was able to um, branch out and be herself. You know, she was studio body president. She was inventing stuff, you know. I love that. And she was opening up things because the charter schools didn't have everything like the public schools had, you know, mm-hmm. they had basketball teams, and, and she was the face of the school, they did a logo and stuff on that, she got a chance to like, you know, just react to her playhood, like um, she did all plays, you know, I took her to Wilhelmina, you know, and I had to let her know I was signed was, to them for a second as an, as an actress, my resume. And I had to let her know that she was beautiful, and I would always tell her, you're beautiful just the way you are, just the way you look, you know. So I gave her time and I gave her that platform and I found those avenues for her so she could branch out and be the woman that she is today. But I stayed close by, you know, so those things, it took a little research, but I did it within time and um, and she became the young lady that she is today. So she she did a lot of acting, a lot of plays. Um, you know, I um, kept saying the choir, you know, Darlene could sing. Oh, and, yeah, I know. Um, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Darlene, you know, she has all these art talents, you know, and 
So I would just always put her there. And then we did voice classes at uh, Weaver State College. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you want to just, you know, just to keep away from all the negative. You know, you have and to find that. something. You got to keep them involved. And, yes. You yes. know, I put her in dance, but dance wasn't it. She didn't dance. No, that she can't dance. She didn't want to do that miracle <laughs> jazz. So I said, okay, darling, come on. We're going to the ice skating ring. Remember? Chad, I, I, I said, you're going to be a figure skater. Oh, and that goodness. wasn't. That was like so many things that we did. How did you do a figure skating? That, 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 that did. That, that, I went twice. That's what I never again. People take me ever she again. She was wasting my money. <laughs> I, I am happy today to see my money's coming back forward. No, she's paying it back forward to me today, you know, and what she's doing. So she did take some of those classes. Yeah, and, she tells me all the time, if I, don't, if I don't pursue art, it's like, what the hell did I do with my life? Yeah, like, you know? <laughs> no, it's true. Because everything that she's put into me is all artistic things. And I say, I want to say thank you, Mom, for, for not giving up on me and not letting me die. I was ready. I was very suicidal and figuring out, I was trying to figure out how to commit suicide and all these things. And I just appreciate you for taking me a different way because you never knew any of those things you never right. knew that i was ready to not even be here anymore and oh, instead wow. you um, wow, you created yeah. a new life for me yes. and i appreciate you yeah. you're welcome nice. i appreciate you too i love you thank you i love you too all right mommy it's your turn yes <laughs> wow for uh for daquan and my children whenever they had an issue that they felt like was overwhelming for them or from bullying or things that uh, kind of bothered them. First thing, we talked about it and uh, got their opinions and how they felt about it and what, you know, give them some input. And then we found things that, like you did, mm-hmm. that they loved. Daquan was very active. Daquan didn't have a lot of bullying issues and a lot of... Oh, no, I used to work for math. I didn't play that. Daquan was a different child. He, my oldest son may have had more bu- bully, I used, I used to fight issues, for my brother. Right, for, oh, for, for him. So Daquan was... Daquan has always been the man he is today. He takes control of his life. He takes control of his decisions. He's always been, he always knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to do drumming. We did that. He wanted to do chorus. We did that. We wanted to do basketball. We did that. We wanted to do football. We did that. They even did the ice skating and ice hockey. We did that. Whatever Daquan wanted to do, he was forefront of it forefront of it we were kind of like the backside because he always was headstrong so we backed him up we was always supportive we was always there for him the boy didn't want to be in the school he went to school and he changed his own school all right all right all right <laughs> so for that instance i didn't have a lot of issues with daquan being bullied or feeling out of place because he kind of knew his place and he made a place for him like he do today. He understands the man he wants to be. He understands who he is. And he's always took control of that. So for my other children, a little more help. <laughs> a little more help. I always say, when I die, Daquan's going to be the one that be taking care of all of y'all. Because he's going to understand and he's going to be in control and in, in, in charge. Mm. So... Our situations was a little bit different because I didn't have to worry about a lot of that with with Daquan. I mean, I'm sure there was there's some was some depression about you know his size and who he was, but I mean, never... the, not to control. The only thing I could say that I was probably depressed about in school was the fact, like you know, having a learning disability and like not being able to. Yeah, because you know, for a long time, you know, when um when you used to go to college, my babysitter was Spanish. So I only knew Spanish for God knows how long. I didn't learn English until I was five years old. Wow. So because I was five years old, not knowing no look of English, I became dyslexic. Numbers was hard for me. Languages was hard for me. So can you imagine being a black kid hanging out with Spanish kids? My my grandma and them had videos of me saying my numbers and different things of, of that nature and all that stuff like that. So that was about it. And my thing is for a very long time, I had no idea I was dyslexic. My old school didn't even tell me what I didn't know I was dyslexic until I went to college. Wow. And I graduated college two years ago. So all this time I thought something was mentally wrong with me and it was just that I was just dyslexic. And I I wanna say that that is so beautiful that you were bilingual. Came out a little poppy, right? I think that's so cute. Yeah, it was cute until we didn't understand what he was saying, and we had to figure all of that out. Wow. And Daquan again was always a different 
a different strong person. And through all of that, even when he was going through his, his disabilities for learning, we put him in Silverland and extra classes and different things in school to make him be a part of the team that he was working towards, be up to par with his grades, up to par with his life. And through all of that, he just took control. He was like, I know what I want to do. I want to do this. Mom, can we do this? Can we have this? Can I go, go here? And so you helped kinda... him with those tools so that he could have control of his life. What a wonderful thing. Yeah. 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 He, he was different. He wow. was different. He definitely was because with Daquan, again, like I said, he was a child that I never had a problem with. Oh. Daquan never gave us problems. Wow. He was never, not his sister or his brother, he was never a problem. Thank again, he me. had his learning issues, but that was something that was inside of him that he was kind of born with. That was just who he was. It wasn't that he was, he would like shell out from it or be behave behavioral problems. He didn't have none of that. He didn't do any of that. Wow. He was always, again, his own man. Wow. From little. From very little. I love that. I'm very little. My mother used to always say that, Oh, you're never gonna have to worry about Daquan. He's always gonna take care of himself. You'll never have to worry about him. Your oldest son, you don't have to worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, you'll never have to worry about him. And that's true. Honestly, I feel like Daquan, I'm not sure if you have seen um, any of the past lives or if you're going to hear the body positivity uh, or body dysmorphia one coming up. But he is an icon, like, to a lot of people. (laughs) And um, it makes sense that he's always been this way. He's always been like, I'll lead, because he's Mm -hmm. literally leading an entire generation of men (laughs) to their next chapter of life. And so I love that. I love that you continue to nurture that about him because that's the only reason why he's sitting here today. The only reason why he has his college, not his college, his college degree, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. Um, is because you, you didn't give up on him. You know, no. it's it's really easy for kids with, with disabilities to get lost in the system at school because people just give up. It's hard. Yeah. And you didn't give up. And no, I love no. you for that. We, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. We worked really hard. Yeah. Take and on. he's so smart. And like he always says, you know, I'm dumb. And I'm like, no, you're not. Stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, he, he's, we, we, we were a team. His, his stepfather and I, we worked really hard. Yes, and I thank y'all for and that y'all so much. Job. Y'all did amazing. I really do appreciate that. Yeah. All right, we have one more call. So let's see if this person answers. Yes. This is for Mr. Lance. This Mr. is for Mr. Lance. Lance. I'm excited to hear more about Lance's life. Lance's origin story. <laughs> What's the question I'm supposed to ask? Just talk to your mom. Hey, Mom. How you doing? I'm pretty good. So I uh, was calling you because um, we're doing a... Uh, oh, that's loud. Sorry, we're doing a Mother's Day um, a <clears throat> Mother's Day session on our podcast called Fat Chat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, we're just calling... Um, what was I supposed to ask? I don't remember. <laughs> what should I address your mom as? I'm sorry. Oh, my mom's name is Anita. Uh, hi, Miss Ma- Franklin. I'm sorry. Hi, Miss Franklin. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. So I am Lance's, uh, one of Lance's best friends. My name is Quan. Um, I'm part of Fat Chat, and we are doing a Mother's Day special. And we just basically just want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, your upcoming of raising Lance. Lance wants to, like, basically tell you, like, how much, how amazing you are as a mother. And, what and, you know, what type of kid was Lance uh, growing up? Like, you know, how was he as a son? All right. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Could you repeat the first question? <laughs> yes. We want to know um, Lance's upbringing. Like, how was Lance, like, how was raising Lance? Um, was there... Anything that, um, I don't know, something awesome that we should know about him. And also, like, um, we had just talked about how we all had um, adversities and how you handled the adversities that Lance was faced with in his life. Um, let's see, Lance, growing up as a kid, he was always um, that kid um, 
far as schooling was concerned, he was always that kid that the teacher would say, if I had 100 kids like Lance, I would have, like, my job would be almost like oh. a, a heavenly job, right? Oh. So he never some problems. Um, he was always very pleasant, always obedient, um, didn't have to be uh, chastised a lot. He just pretty much followed the rules. Um and so he was a really good kid. Um, and then, of course, you know, um, what else would I say about him? Very creative. Um, he used to always act out um, different plays, and he would write stories and poems. And one thing that was really special, you know, when he was growing up, every Mother's Day or on my birthday, he would create a poem or something special mm-hmm. uh, to create for me and his dad. So he's always been very thoughtful um, as a brother. He was a very supportive brother to his brother when his brother was born. They're like four years apart. But even though they're four years apart, they're very close. As far as friendship, are you talking about friendship with me and Lance? Um, Friendship? Oh, no, I think that um, Quan was saying that he is Lance's friend. Okay. All right. Well, even growing up with his friends, um, Lance just has a very pleasant personality. And so as a parent, I'm a parent that want to nurture whatever the strengths are that my kids may have. So, you know, when he likes to act out and plays, I would buy him different kind of platforms where he could do that. Um, When he wanted to write songs, I mean, we tried to make sure he had the computer programs or whatever he needed to do that. Mm -hmm. So as parents, we were very supportive and He's just he's always been a great kid, and as an adult, he's just transformed into that same person. And he's a very pleasant, honest, dependable, self-motivated uh, person. No, he really is. He's wonderful. Yes, he is. And I'm blessed, and I'm grateful that the Lord blessed me to have him as a son. And he's such an inspiration. Mm-hmm. By him getting his social worker's degree, actually inspired me to go back to college. Oh yeah, yeah. Lance is yeah. He is. He. You know. I, I don't. You know. As a professional, I'm sure he's a light at his job because uh, he's just so honest, straight. You know. Uh, one problem that he had, I think, as a kid, well, we worked on, is his trustworthiness. Mm. You know, he always trusts people. And I used to always have to tell him, everybody's not like you. Mm. But he takes people for who they are, you know. And he, I think he had to develop in that, you know, sometimes you have to be skeptical. Because he's such a joy, and he's so honest, and he wants everybody, and he wants the best for everybody. He thinks the world is like that. And I think that's the area that he grew into as he became an adult to understand that everybody's not like him. Yeah. Lance, what do you have to say to your oh, gorgeous that was so mommy? Beautiful. Yes. That was beautiful. I agree. Well, oh yeah, thanks, Mom, for sharing. Um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you, you know, I'm very thankful and grateful to have you as well as my mom. It's been a um, you know, pleasure all these years. I'm, you know, everything that you taught me and instilled in me, I wouldn't be who I am today if it weren't for you and Dad. So, you know, I just want to thank you again. Well, you're welcome. You have been a joy, and I don't take it for granted because uh, every parent don't get that same experience to have a child that is just so blessed to have you as uh, just the person that you are. And and I'm not saying it just for me. You know, relatives, family, um, cousins, I mean, you know, people always say that, that, you know, your children are a joy, and Lance has been a joy, and his brother has been too, so we've been double blessed. Their personalities are different, but they've both been a joy, and so I'm very proud of his degree, and uh, I'm just looking forward to what the Lord has in store for him, and I know that his future will continue to be bright, and um, because he puts out positive energy, and that's what I believe that he'll get back in return. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. You are such oh, a wonderful, beautiful woman. I can feel that you are just so full of love, and that is wonderful. You are beautiful. Wonderful woman. I see where Lance gets it from. Yes. yes.
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I give all glory and honor to God. It's only because of him. Yes. Amen. Amen. I know that's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much thank for coming you. on our show today yeah, and taking time to talk to us. It's a Mother's Day episode. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Happy right, early Mother's you. Day to you. I love you. Thank you for the invite and thanks, Lance, for this great surprise. Love oh, you. You're welcome. Love you too. Bye. Oh, and by the way, my family does not call me Lance. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the J stands for. Lance J. Franklin. <laughs> Whoa. I got it. <laughs> yeah. So I love you, Jabron. Have a great day. Aww. I love you too, Ma. Aww. All right. Thank you. The that cheers. was wonderful. That was oh, my nice. God. That was so beautiful. Oh, Who was coming? Like my texter. Thank you for getting Dawn to go back to school because you know that was my dream. You know, I was very upset because she's supposed to been doing forensic, and so mm-hmm. I wanted her back into school. And so I uh, thank you for inspiring her, yes, being a positive role yes, model around her. Yes. Wait, so I just have one more question for the moms. So, having industry kids, how do you feel about that? Yeah, how do you feel about having an industry kid mom, one that's not in college? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just said she doesn't know. <laughs> 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 no, but, I got that dance, all right? No, but seriously, no. But, no, seriously how, but how do y'all feel? Because, you know, like, uh, for example, mom, like, you know, uh, grandpa was a bus driver, you're a bus driver, and, you know, y'all had different career choices, and my career choices are completely different. As being a model and trying to be a business owner and doing different things like that, like how do you feel about it? Did you feel like a shame or like uh like mad or like how how did you feel about it? Like I love it. I I'm nervous for you, obviously, because uh being out and being on your own and trying to to find your way is obviously uh very nerve wracking. I'm I'm sure it's nerve wracking for you. I'm I'm definitely nervous for you. But I love the fact that you want to be your own person and you don't want to go the way of everybody else. Because they, for years, they told us that that was the way you were supposed to do it. That that was the way we were supposed to live. That we were supposed to go to work nine to five and that's how you live your life and that's how you make your money and that's how you do it. But that that they were wrong. Mm. They were wrong. It's true. Talent is everywhere in this world. Yes. Talent is everywhere. And I love the fact that you are out here for the plus size models that you are out here, you are out here to show people that you can be anything, no matter who you are. Yeah. I love the fact that you love who you are in your skin. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that's most important. You are a beautiful person, a beautiful soul, and you are out here to show the world what you have to offer. Yeah. And I Thank hope you. it gives you everything you're looking for. Yeah, me I too. really do appreciate that. Aww. Thank you. Mom, you're how welcome. do you feel? Well, um, <laughs> well, knowing um the high, vi- high vibrational person Darlene is, I was very afraid for her. You mm. know, because Darlene, you know, is kind of sensitive the way people feel about her. I knew she always had that, you mm. know, expectations, you know. And so I just knew that the industry would kind of like, you know, people pick and choose, and you might not get picked, mm-hmm. you know, and I used to always love to dress, and so I know I was that role model for her, and then I would see that um, I would come to New York, and they would do um, fashion shows, you know, my friends, and they said, um, you need to um, get up and model. I said, oh, I have a daughter at home. I think, you know, I said, hey, me, I have a daughter at home, and I think that, you know, she need to come to New York, you know, and so I was thankful that, you know, when I wasn't too deceptive of it, you know, at that time. Mm, speak on it. You are so honest. Go ahead, Ms. <laughs> you know, and then um, I saw that there was an avenue, and um, at the ring, um, Gwen DeVoe was doing it, and a, a friend of mine's Martha um, Hunter was working with Gwen DeVoe, and she said, well, Roxanne, bring her to Full Fashion Week, and they do an all-white thing. Look at this thing online. And I was like, really? So then I became more receptive because, you know, being plus-size, I, I didn't think there was an avenue because I was always a plus size woman. Myself. I just want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. I want to cut you off so far. That's how me and Darlene met. We met at Four Figure, Four Figure Fashion Week. 
Oh, okay. That, that audition. That, that oh, day. I was outside. Yeah. That day. Yes. That day is how I we met. Out. Yes, yes. And I remember she was like, she was so nervous. And she was just like, I messed up on my walk. And, da, 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 da. and you see why I was nervous? I had so much writing on it. Nobody believed that yes. I could actually make money doing it right. at home. They were like, if this don't work, you're going to get a regular job, go back to school, do everything that's not right. this. And I and was so like. I said, okay, we're going to give this a try, you know? Mm-hmm. And and God placed this woman in, in my in my life and the, in the lifestyle that I had. And um and I brought her to New York, you know, and she went and um and she walked. So that's guys to know that that was the same day. She came out and I said, That's okay. You know, you'll get in. Darlene was determined, you know. Mm-hmm. And yes, as a mother, I was very upset. I could not see no money in it because now we living in Utah where they ain't even recognized. You know, everybody's skinny there. You know, if you ain't skinny, you know, you ain't it. You know, there's no and then Darlene created her own thing just my size. And then I said, I better get in here with her because, you know, she walking out of jobs and she big bosses and everything. And she's like, I'm going to do this thing if you're with me or not. You know, so I felt that she was being very rebellious against me. <laughs> yeah. I was not for it. I really was. I was like, she you wasn't. know, you get the job, you get the pension, the 401k. I don't see no 401k out here. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot mm-hmm. of people and there's no platform for mm-hmm. plus size, you yeah. know? I left a job for the IRS and she was absolutely upset. She, she called all her friends to have me get my job back and she was like, they're giving you your, 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 your job back. Go back there. You're going to have your job back. You're not going to model anymore, but you have to, you know, and I, and I was like, that's not for me. That's not the life that I want to live. And she's like, but it's more stable. It makes sense. And she was like, you, you'll see, you're going to see me on billboards and everything. And I'm going to get that job. <laughs> right, that determination. That job. And so the whole family got together. You know, she got five other siblings. And so oh, if we was they not. They had an intervention. If we, yes. If we many, gonna, many. If we wasn't going to buy, we was going to buy her Grammy ourselves. We was going to give her her own show. <laughs> and everything. Because, you know, she's child number five. And we could not take it no more. So we had to. Eventually, like, you know, darling, we love you. We had to jump behind you with it. And I jumped behind her with it, and I became her mom manager. And then she started telling me what to da 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 And then when I didn't get in line with her, you know, to do it her way, you know, then I just, I like, dropped her as my she, manager. She said, I drop you as my manager. Period. You know, you're not my mom manager no more. So I said, that's okay. So I said, that's okay. I didn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> I wasn't really for it, you know, because I couldn't see a platform for her, at least mm-hmm. not there, you know, That's and then fair. I was able to bring her to New York. And New how York do you feel these her. days, mother? Um, Today, I, I, I'm very flattered. Um, mm-hmm. um, I love it because she's dressing for me. I don't know about nobody else because I buy all, I got more outfits in a little bit. I just Period. told her the other day and she's dressing modest, you know, um, she is a church girl. I want y'all to know she's church of God in Christ. That girl, she dressing like a Christian, holiness. You know, we didn't wear short stuff, you know. I just did a lingerie wore... shoot yesterday. I'll say, you know, when she when 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 y'all did that that shoot and y'all was naked with the paint all on y'all, I think that was the biggest rebellious one that she did she slapped me with. You know, the, even the gals I said, Lord, this should go on on the line with that. I don't know about this modeling stuff. But you, you know, know, I will say one thing, we weren't viral for that one and that's what that's what, like helped us like our career. After yeah. that shoot, my bookings, everything like went sky high. Same. Twenty eighteen, I was booking busy. Same, same. Working two jobs same. in school and modeling. I will say to anybody listening, um, if your family doesn't support you at the beginning, it's because they probably love you and they don't want to see you broke. <laughs> it's not because they don't hurts. hate you or anything, but I thought that it was hate immediately. I did too. I think um, at one point, I'm gonna be honest. I yeah, did. I thought it was hate. I thought it was like, oh y'all are haters. Y'all don't even see the vision. But now that I'm here and I'm living the life that I wanted to live, mm-hmm. I understand their fear. Because I call my mom all the time for money. I'm like, mom, let me hold $20. Let me hold 25 She'd be like, I let you hold $20 yesterday, last <laughs> week. Like, what's good? Where's your money? Where's your check? And what, and, you know, and, and I work consistently. You know, and, and so um, I see why they're afraid because there's like, people like, you know, T- TLC and Prince who mm-hmm. way before us mm-hmm. told everybody that, that they were broke and they sold millions of records. No, yes. So they yes. got to experience all of these things when we didn't get to see it firsthand and things like that. Um, so and it's like, a hard business. It's, it's a very, very hard. It's very, very competitive. Hard. It's like what your mom said. You don't know there's no 401k. There's no 
final, like, okay, you do all of this work for 20 years, and then you're going to have this pension waiting right. for you. So right. There's none of that. None of that. Right. There's none of that. But so, I will say, you can do it. You know what I mean? Because definitely. I do it. Um, Quan does it, but I am a full-time model. So, no, and that's Darl- why. That's only different. Darlene's full-time. I, I am work, literally a full-time model. I still work model. At, at two jobs. Oh, yes. I she left all my jobs. She like don't she have said, a nine to five. She, she met that. I walked out of every job I had She's for modeling. Big bosses. Yeah, she yeah. And it's working for you. Absolutely. Yeah, I make my so money. You gotta and follow what your yeah. heart is but saying. The, but what I'm saying, Absolutely. the thing is for me is, like I said, I'm so proud for Darlene for doing that. But the difference between me and her is, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna just not work no job and have no money. I'm not gonna go two months without no money. I'm gonna have I some type of stuff. I, I, I'm I'm for that, but her faith is stronger. Her faith, yeah. is, a little, her faith is a little bit stronger. And, That's all it is. She's got to stress her mama out, and she know I ain't got no time. They gave me yeah. an iPhone so I could I could transfer fast. But yeah. I just want to say one thing, and this and this is from the bottom of my heart. I want to turn around when I say this. I want to personally thank you a lot because there's been a lot of times. So I'm about to cry when I say this. There's been a lot of times. I love you. When I didn't feel appreciated, mm-hmm. or I didn't feel like I had a lot of respect, or I feel like people took advantage of me, people mm-hmm. stole my style, people did certain things for me, people didn't appreciate me, people felt like I was wasting my time, and you always been my rock, and you always made sure I was good, and of you course. always told me, keep on going, still work that nine to five, still do both things, still make sure that everything happens, because at the end of the day, you are busting your ass, and people are seeing it. Yes. And I truly want to thank you for that. Because there's been a lot of times where I want to quit this. this. These eight years have been very, very hard. They have been. They have been hard. Oh, and you are doing a tremendous job. Yeah, You are doing a tremendous, tremendous job. And that's the thing that the parents are afraid of. You understand? That's where our fear comes yes. in. Yes. Because we understand those things. And yes. we have that, that fear for you. But we want you to push on and, and do what 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 your heart wants you to do, but also understand that there's going to be adversity. There is going to be hoops. There is going to be downtime and stress and all Mm -hmm. of that. But if it's something that you really, really want and it's something that is really for you, you got to stick with it. Yeah, and you can make it happen, you know? And I feel like once you get to the level um, that that me and Quan have worked to where you have an agent, doors open for you because then you have somebody that can get you voiceover work acting work you know it's not just waiting on your modeling checks now you're waiting on you know you can do other things if you apply yourself so if you never had the ability to apply yourself to get to this point baby go to the nine to five because you have to put in the work like it's not just you get paid for for showing up there's no paid for showing up you have to you know well let me say this if you can you can still put in the work and even though you're putting the work, sometimes you like you said it's a competition. Yeah. Just 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 you're enough. It's like not always. It's not always guaranteed. Like I said, for me, I, I bust my ass all the time with this mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. I might get a call for whatever, whatever. Might get far, and then at the last minute they change their mind. That's the reason why I keep a nine to five. So mm-hmm. you just have to make that decision. What type of person are you, and, and how are you going to determine to have your life as far as your career? Yeah. What do you? Period. What is? What does your career look like for you? Like that is that is exactly what it is. Like what does it look like? How are you going to take care of yourself? Like you have to ask yourself these real questions. And I feel like as like artists, it gets really scary because we don't know the answers to those questions for a long time. Um, but I'm going to be thirty next month. Thank God. And it's taken me seven years to get to this point. Well, that's um, what I'm, saying. I'm 30 now. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, so you see, my, my mindset's a little bit different. Absolutely. When it comes to certain things. My... <laughs> so, Lance, what about you? You're an upcoming artist with yes. songs and videos and all kind of stuff going on. How do you feel about the industry and, and what it's doing for you? I mean, now that you put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, well, I was going to piggyback off of what y'all been saying already, but, you know, with anything that you do, regardless, and this is just me speaking in general, there's going to be, there. you're going to have to make sacrifices to do whatever it is that you want, mm-hmm. whether it's a nine to five or anything. Like, when I made the decision to go to be a social worker, I was working a nine to five, 40 hours a week, going to school full time. And doing an internship. Mm-hmm. I was busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On top yeah. of everything else. Mm-hmm. I was doing music videos during that time. Mm-hmm. Recording music at that time. So, like, the things that you really want to do, 
you're gonna have to make some sacrifices to make it work. And then if you're really devoted to it, it's not even gonna feel like work because it's what you want to do. You know, you're following your dreams, following your heart. Um, so yeah, but as far as like the industry, um, I mean, the industry's always been a difficult, especially if you're plus size. I mean, if you're a Talk bigger person. Um, I feel like it's easier for us these days, though. Now. A little bit. We're talking about eight years ago. Well, eight accepted. years ago, it was it's terrible. It's more accepted now because that, that's, that's right. the change. I feel like yeah. for mm-hmm. women, it it's might be easier. a little more easier. Plus five minutes, still harder. For, for plus size guys, we still have it. I mean, not to say that it's not hard for women. Um, It's just that I think for men, we still don't. I haven't, like, have we had, like, a, like, Outside of like maybe Zach Miko, like have we had like a male supermodel yet? No, no, not yet, not yet, no, not yet. And that's my point. I'm trying to be the first. That, that's what I was getting made you to say. Made that's me what boy. I was getting made yeah. to say. But that's what I'm saying. Like when I think of women, I can think exactly. of um, several, several plus, you know, supermodels mm-hmm. that are plus size. What uh-huh. Ashley Brown? Uh huh. You know, like this. Tess Holiday. Tess Holiday. So you know, you Precious can already Lee. think of people. Tabria Majors, Tabria. you know, mm-hmm. so like there's people out there, you can think of them right off the top of your head, but when it comes to guys, there's some men who've been around for some years, but mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know their names. That's true, that's um, true. You know, so I think it's just a little harder, but as far as music goes, even for me as an, a queer, you know, uh, R&B artist, I don't see any representation of like, um, like plus size guys who are doing like I see plus size Saucy. guys doing like well, but he's on rap. Mm, okay. Well, they are doing I don't know what their pronouns are. He, okay. he <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna make sure Well Barry that. White made made a way for you, baby. So you keep going. <laughs> Is Barry White gay? <laughs> no, he wasn't gay, but I'm just saying he was plus size. Oh, <laughs> I could have sworn he said LGBTQ too. Is that is that T? And we didn't know. Right. They might not have came out all the way, but the people knew. Yeah. Right. Right. Wait a minute. We knew Luther was family. We should. Well, I ain't gonna put that up But no, I mean, so you know, industry is gonna be hard regardless. No matter what you're, whether you want to be an actor, you know, you see all the time with you people who start acting, and then it's like they're big when they start, and then somewhere along they start losing weight, they get fit, you know, because it's like I guess opportunities aren't there or something like that. What's that Um, one guy, Seth Rogen? I'm not Seth Rogen. What's the other one that had the big beard and then he like shaved his face and now everyone's like, oh, he looks old or whatever. Oh, what's his name? Andy Zalvanakis? No, that's not his name. Anyways, but he's like a funny white Jewish guy. Right. Yeah, because he was in the um the thing with Lauren London, right? Yes, and everyone was so upset. He was. (laughs) What's his name? I can't think of his name, but even that's your point. You yes, see, that's your point. That's the you point. Don't, you don't even know who these people because he are, lost weight and now he's and gone. Now... And see, the thing about him, though, if you ever catch him on like social media, he would always because people would talk about his weight, and he would always get upset. Like, I don't want to talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about something else because it was a very sensitive subject, for mm-hmm. him, which I understand. You know, mm-hmm. especially if you've grown up plus size, bigger. You, you know, people tell you things all the time. Sometimes it gets to you, no matter how tough you are. You know, some of those comments sometimes get to you. I mean, they ain't going to break you, but, you know, you know what I mean. They hurt. Right? Yeah, they, they hurt. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely. So you get to a point sometimes when you're low and you start thinking about it. Like, you know, somebody called Should you I this. do this? Should I do that? Yeah, is yeah. it surgery for me? Yeah. Right. 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 I, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure that is across all of you minds. Yeah. yeah. That surgery. Surgery? Uh, when I was like 375 point, pounds, um, I my sister wanted me to go on The Biggest Loser or get surgery. Not too. What? Three hundred and seventy-five, okay. and she was like, "You're gonna be sick." And I was really big, and the biggest loser came to town, and she was like, "You're gonna go up there. If not, you're gonna have surgery." And I'm like, "You're not gonna tell me what to do." So, Darlene got a chance to go to Louisiana. She was running AT and T and opening up businesses all around call centers, and she had all this money that they was giving her. Yeah. You know, and she was eating everything up in um, Louisiana. Oh she, she ain't never been around some no black soul food now because she was raised in, in Utah. And she got there with that catfish. She said she would call me. She said, Mommy, look. Now, I know you ain't putting me on blast like that's this right me. now. I know you not putting me on blast. So that's, 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 I mean, like yeah, it happened. But damn, Mommy. 
You, you ain't know, gotta say it. Darlene was just a big boss walking around, throwing folks around, and she was with. She had some soul food, some some black food, and Darlene fell in love with it. Like she in love now. She in you in New York, you know, Jamaica, all kind of food and everything. She like, oh, they got food here, mommy. They got this stuff here. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can eat here, you know. I don't know what kind of restaurants we got out there, you know. Here but Dar- but Darlene loves, you know, trying different dishes and stuff like that. I do love. She's food. a foodie, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a foodie. And when she came back home to Utah, I tell you what. But it started falling off of her. So, you know, she kind of missed them. Um, yeah, Louisiana. I came back home and they were like, what happened to you? And I was like, <laughs> 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 I've been eating good. Yeah. I was like, what you mean? Like, I'm happy to see y'all too. Shit. <laughs> right. Oh, that is too funny. Oh, my God. I can't God. believe she said that. <laughs> you're so funny. Well, you know, that's when you gained it. Because you remember, I, the came, truth, I, I, I came to the cowboy game and you came over to the hotel to see me. And I came to see I, the mommy, Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, I remember. Right? I said, Ooh, was, was that like, my ooh, daughter? Who's I said, that lady? And she pulled me to the side <laughs> and she was like, Don't you ever get this. She's <laughs> 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 like, As soon as you get home, that's it. And I was like, Oh, shit. But yeah. she, but she, she, she enjoys well, herself. Eating, and, and, yeah. You know, people, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, you do have to worry about your health and all types yeah. of stuff. Yeah, she allows me to lying. be who I am, but right. she doesn't want me to be sick and dying right. and like you right. know. Yeah. So there's attachments that yeah. people, they're real concerns. Right, and and I've already so. went through it for her, so she she knows my story. So and I didn't want that for my children. You know, I just right. want them to be healthy. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah, she has a real fear of that she didn't want me to like have um a busted um what is it esophagus or whatever. Yeah. Or have to get my gallbladder removed or anything, anything like yeah. any like there are so many health issues that can happen yeah. when you just let the liver, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have to drink, you know, you can get cirrhosis of the liver just from being overweight, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and you don't have to um, drink any kind of alcohol. Yeah. So I went through quite a stuff. She myself. had to fix herself, and yeah, um, right. in fixing herself, she made sure because she had a bunch of plus size kids that we were able to be healthily plus size right. and happy right. in our bodies, right. like. Right. You know, not having to lose weight because we are sick, but it's like a look a change that we yeah, want right, to do, right, you know. Right, right, right. right. Talk about yeah. that healthy plus size. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Definitely yes. a healthy yes. plus size. That would be a great, great yes. episode yes. for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes. We get a lot of back- backlash, especially me. Yeah, no, but oh, we you, oh, you're not body positivity no more because you're losing weight. You're doing this and you're doing that. Yeah, I get it all the time, child. That's sad. Or they just, you know, ridicule you because of your body in general. Like, I think about even, like, Lizzo, for instance. Like, oh, come on, Queen. Know, I love Lizzo. Like, Me too. That's my baby. They say all sorts of stuff about her, but it's like she performs every day, so I imagine, you know... She's very healthy. She's doing the right. A-count, and she's a vegetarian. And she's, I was gonna say, isn't she, like, yeah. vegan? She's vegan. So yeah. What the hell is she not she eating on fast? You know, like, I'm... You know, she's a celebrity, but she has money. I'm pretty sure she has a doctor who's telling her what she should and should not be doing. But just because you're a plus size doesn't mean you're not healthy. Well, you know, exactly. to be a major... Right. Like, that's the big, the big issue that people need to understand. And I think we all have certain body frames, you know? Oh, and yeah. we can't help from being that that way, you mm-hmm. know? That's true. I mean, your body structure, either you're medium, you're small, you're large, mm-hmm. you know? And so you, your body just has to hold that weight, you know, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, people who are skinny out here. And, and are very sick. Yes. 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 Talk yes. about it. Yes. That's so yes. true. Very sick. They yes. are. There, there are a lot of unhealthy skinny people. I remember mm-hmm. when I was coming up, my mom would always say things to me, like when I was being bullied about the skinny girls that were bullying me. She would be like, she bullied you, first of all, for your skin color, because she wants to be black. She's going to go to the <laughs> uh, to the tennis salon <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, she She's mad about your hair because you changed it twice this week. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they can't do nothing but color it and cut it. And she was like, do right. I have to go on? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and so a that lot of the true. times when, right. um, yeah. and when skinny people say things about us, it's because they at the doctor and they over there having to go all the time and they see us living our lives and we're not going to the doctor. We're not sick. And they're like, how the hell y'all not sick? <laughs> they're sick as hell. Like, yeah. seriously. True. No, it's but true. I, and, the, and the one thing I liked it when I put Darlene in the charter school, I think she was in the ninth grade or the eighth grade. And I dressed her so well, you know, I made her wear blades. I prepare her for, you know, business world, you know, and her sister used to say, why you dress her like you, you know, but that's okay. Those, these are the clothes I could find that her principal 
started liking it. She, she was like, well, you get your clothes on. And her principal started dressing, you yeah. know, because Darlene was really dressing, you know, and going to school. And I was preparing I was her. putting it on. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I was putting that stuff on. I said, I'll show y'all. Y'all going to leave my baby girl alone. And she, here she is here today, yeah. you know, yes. and, and doing that and doing it. And I'm very happy. I'm very proud. I yes. told her um, yesterday, I said, Darlene, I said, girl, they, I, I think I said it earlier, they dressing you for me. I said, girl, I saw you in the dress, and I was like, I said, those are all my clothes. <laughs> all my clothes. Yeah. You know, I, said, I, I, I couldn't see all those different things. Like, you know, but Ashley, still, you have to go into the catalog and look and see. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah. and just to close it out and say, mm-hmm. I will say, um, I'm very happy to have moments where my mom was, was berating me about my career to now having moments where she's calling me saying, I just seen a picture of you and you look so good in that in that outfit and I had to show all my friends or even now <laughs> to where she's like telling everyone to go vote for me for like um emerging plus model. It's all of these just confirming factors that I wasn't crazy and like, you know, it's just experiencing both sides of the coin. You know, and so just to close that out, I wanted to say, um, if you really feel in your heart it's for you, go for it. But if you have to have a back a back end job for a while, we all had one. I had a few of them. I had to keep leaving them because I had a son. I had shoots to go to, and I was going to all them shoots. Nothing but I always had a job in the background. I always mm-hmm. had something until I started making money. Daquan has something going on. Lance has something going on, even though he makes music. We all had something before our art paid us. That's right. So don't get crazy and be like, I'm running. Dar said run. Dar did say run, but run with the plan. You can't just run going somewhere where you don't know where you're going. You have yes, to know where you're always going first. have a plan. And that's one thing my parents always say. What is your man? What is your plan? And what are you going to do with your life? Period. They, you say, where is your man? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, crazy. They always say. I didn't say that. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. They always say, what is your man? <laughs> So, Mom, what, do you want to explain what is your man to, to everybody so they can know what that means? What is my, your what? You know how everyone, you won't always say, like, what's your man? Like, what, what like what y'all say to us as a kid? Oh, oh, okay. Show your man. Like, Show your man. Show what's your man? What, yeah. Be who you are. What's, what... It's hard to explain. Get, go ahead. Go ahead. You got, you got time. Go ahead. Because <laughs> you've been saying this since we was kids. So, let them know what it means. <sighs> Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I didn't know it was me. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Well, there's all in in life. You know, there's all types of people in the world. All types of men, women, or whatever. Find the one, the the person, man or woman. It doesn't matter really. That makes you comfortable and that you can follow yourself for. It doesn't have to be your parents. It doesn't have to be your teacher. It could be a combination of people. Find that man that makes you comfortable. That man that makes you the best man you could be. It doesn't have to be your, your father, your teacher. It's a group of people that makes up everybody. Mm. We all follow a group of, of people. We don't follow just one source. And so what... we used to always say, find your man. Find your men in your life, the woman mm. in your life, the people in your life that's gonna make you whole. Mm. And then it's, and then they, and then they used to always follow by saying, within your man, like what's what's your man mean? Like, for example, I could say, for example, I'm a black man, I'm a black queer gay man, I am a man who has a degree, I have this. Like, what 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 is right. what's yeah. under your belt of your man? Mm. Other than just being a man, like right, because everybody asks everybody if you ask them, uh, "Who are you?" The question is really, "Who are you?" Right, and mm. you know, some most people say, "Well, I'm black man. I'm a black woman. I'm a you know whatever." But you, we consist of so much more than just, than the, just the the or, gender of who we are, or the 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 one thing that you did in your life. Like, okay, you are a model, but right. you're more than a model, right? Mm-hmm. You understand? You have a degree. You you have uh, social skills. You have uh, friends. You're a communicator. You're so many other things. Mm. You're a uh, uh, son, a right. uh, nephew. All of those things wow. consist of who you are. Mm. So when we always say to them, find that man, find that woman that you want to be. And they say after someone was like six or seven years old. So I'm thirty years old now. So you can imagine for every year, what's your man? Who are you? Who are you? Who are 
are you? Since I was seven. Who you want to be? Because being yeah, me, you can't be me. You can't be your stepdad. You can't be your dad. You you can only be you, and that consists of a lot of people. Wow. And I want you to look in the world, and it's really about looking in the world. Looking in the world and finding the people that make you up, because they're all out there. Mm. And I think this is so important as well, because I feel like as black children, we were all told uh, by the media and by our peers and everyone that we couldn't be anything. Right. And I feel like this is the, you can be the president. You can be whoever right. you are, whatever you love and like. You can do you that. You can be that person. And I love you see that message. That you found. You yes. can be any of those people because they're all in you. Right. I love that message. It's beautiful. It's all around you. What you, you. what you see is also who you are. The things that you like is also who you are. What you attract. I, I love. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I was seven years old. That's beautiful. That's yes, beautiful. It's, 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 it's a little complicated. Yes. Lance, did you have any closing remarks for us? Oh, okay. Yeah. I have the uh, the quote of the day. Oh, Ooh. not not yet. Is it is it is it yet for the quote of the day? Yeah, it's almost, it's almost time, child. Well, yeah. Let's go ahead with the quote of the day. What's the quote of the day? All right. So the quote of the day is <clears throat> We are born of love. Love is our mother. When you look into your mother's eyes, you know this is the purest love you can find on this earth. A mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. Life doesn't come with a manual. It comes with a mother. Amen. Oh, Lance, that was Amen. Beautiful. beautiful. Love it. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, guys. So I hope y'all enjoyed this that. episode. I did. I yes. did. I did. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yes. I hope you guys do something Thank awesome you. today. And happy Mother's Day to you as well. Thank, Thank you so welcome. much. Thank yeah. you. I hope happy I can be inspiring to my son. I hope one day he's sitting there talking about all the good things I did for him. In Jesus' name. Y'all pray for me. I'm one of them young They're mothers. not going to say nothing when they're young because they can't stand you. They hate you. They're the worst person in the world. They don't understand. They don't just don't like you. But as you grow, as we all did, we see the beauty and what our parents have shown us. And all of that. Lovely. And the lessons. The, and lessons. the lessons. Yes, yes. yes. We see the beauty, That's the lessons, right. everything. You and see everything. it clearly. You don't see it when you're being told. And I like the fact that the quote of the day, it put the right words in the perspective. There's no book, there's no manual that comes with this motherhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We And we grow, especially as I heard um, you said that you was a teen mother. You know what I'm saying? Really, you're trying to find out who you are now. Right yes, now. And now yes you gotta I grew be with my mom. children. I right, had to grow right. with them. So that's a, a wonderful quote of the day, you know. There was no book, no manual, but then yet we still became successful. And we had that help. Our parents was there to yes. help us. Yes. Still and you yes. think that yes. there is no book, exactly. no manual for mothers, but the mother is the manual. The is so exactly. deep. Exactly. It is deep. Thank, Thank you deep. for that. Thank we you. Did, that, that was yes. beautiful. That was beautiful. Very beautiful, Lynn. Come on, Lynn. Thank you for coming on, guys. You have made my whole life. I yes. appreciate it. Thank you well, so I hope much for having us. Yes, yeah. and I hope y'all enjoy this episode of Fat Chat. It will be released on Mother's Day at noon everywhere or streaming platforms. And I hope y'all enjoy y'all Mother's Day. Bye. Yes, bye. 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 Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Happy Mother's Day.